Well, welcome everyone. Um, good to see you all back with us once again. Hey, hey. And look, we rejoin uh, you know our party aboard the station Celestial Sanctuary in the Luminara's Embrace system, where they are looking for a way to find themselves a place on the upcoming convoy um, beyond to the Singing Vale. So, does anyone want to jump right in with uh, what you were doing? So, the cunning plan. Uh, I strapped Indeed. the bomb to to Amaya and sent her with a with the. Uh, Lay a hot slayer dress in the direction of the other table. Oh, <laughs> hell no, my friend. Hell no. Why not? A... Hey, it's not like you're going to lose anything that you haven't already lost. My humanity, perhaps? <laughs> Overrated. As I recall, the bomb was more of a um, strong medicine with uh, certain effects. <laughs> so, yes. Yes, be interesting. it is. So... For me, unless you've got another smart-ass comment, Miguel. I, I'm full of them. I Sorry. know you are. <laughs> we were going to somehow smuggle aboard the concoction that Gadriel made to the crew of the Grey Ghost Folly and hopefully incapacitate most of the crew. At the same time, remember that our Twi'lek friend, Drax... No, not Drax. Voskatrill it was, yeah. He was yeah. just fellow that you to. There's now. That's right, yeah. Yep. Anyway, he wants to get some data from the data vault of that ship as well. That's right. That's right. Yep. So, and so he had sort of suggested that if he could get the data, he could arrange for the that entire ship not to leave and you could take their place. Um, but I think you were looking at it instead um, trying to just join the crew in lieu of others. Correct. That being aside. I don't yeah. remember the second part, but okay. <laughs> Yes, boss. Just nod and go ahead with it. <laughs> I'll watch the door while so you go and get it. Yeah. The other little bit is that um, you'd sort of been making your way along with the assistance of some um, young sort of street urchins that you'd kind of enlisted to sort of look out for you. Yeah. Um, uh, Dash, that's right. Um, and they had just sort of spotted... Um, a uh, KX series droid that had been sort of following you um, in the distance. Yeah. So the question to the kid is like, hey, how do we disappear out of here without anybody seeing us? I know that you must have no the back alley way. Yeah. Yeah. He says, look, follow me, follow me this way. Um, give me, I think, a, um, you know, actually, you know, before we do that, let's roll for the light side. Dark side pool actually before we get oh, into yes. anything else. Ooh, I give you two. Wow. Wow. This is a disgrace. Stacked <laughs> in your favor. Six light, one dark. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Well, you know, things ever ebb and flow, so we'll see how things go as long goes on, but it's a nice start. Oh. Yep, very good. Very good. Okay. Um, all right, so that's that's sort of as it stands. Maybe uh, you know the force is leaning in your direction for the moment. Um, yeah, so it sort of dash off as to kind of spirit your way. Um, so give us a, a sort of stealth roll as you sort of try and disappear into the crowd. Um, with we'll give you two blue because you've got the assistance of dash to kind of negotiate things. Okay. This is just for um, Gadriel. Okay. Um, and the difficulty to purpose. 
Let's go with one red, one purple for now. Yeah. Red, one purple. We got force points, so why not? I'm going to flip a die. Go for it. Okay. A lot of advantage. But it Bailey with four advantages. Yeah, okay. Woo! Um. So look, try as you might, it's pretty, Um. you're sort of in the kind of under city sort of area of the station. Um, and there's a lot of sort of, how do you say, sort of like unauthorized structures and so on going on. And it sort of just proves a little bit difficult to sort of tuck after the little urchin through some of those spaces. And so he sort of disappears off beyond you. And you kind of get a little bit sort of caught in a space where you're easily sort of seen by this approaching droid. But something significantly advantageous does happen. Would, would you like that to be? Any thoughts? Um, probably I I got stuck next to a vent, one of those vents that periodically just exude vapor or steam or, or something and um, as the droid is surveying the area, the backflush comes out and saturates the area. So he's stuck, but he's stuck inside a cloud of... Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. So you're there, you can't, you're sort of in a bit of a dead end, but you're obscured at the moment as this yeah. Yeah, big cloud of vapor has kind of just covered the area. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you want to do next? Well, just well, since there is no no uh, in more immediate danger, I'm just going to let them pass by and then backtrack and get out the way that I come in. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. Well, look, I think with that role, you loop back and get away. Um, but as you sort of glance back through the crowds, you do see one of them sort of has their eye on you as you kind of make your way up out of the Undercity area. So you haven't completely slipped the tail, but you know mm. they're not immediately, you know, on your breathing down your neck. Yep. Whatever that's worth. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep on moving. Okay. Okay. So let's maybe sort of because I think others were back at the ship. Is that right? Yeah. So maybe we'll bring the bring the party all together and uh, reconvene to plan the next steps at the ship. Yep. So yep, back in the ship. Uh, pull out the sleeping broad and these ones and just put it all together and make a poultice or something like that and pack it back and like okay well do we know where is the the crew of these of um the other ship hanging out because we're going to buy them a round of drinks we know where that ship is berthed you do yeah you do yes, we, we we're not going to fit this to a ship no but <laughs> they'll be in the vicinity well, of no. 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 Do you, do do you do you go to a spaceport after months of being in deep space to hang out in your ship? What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, no, absolutely not. No. She just looks around the ship that they're hanging out in. <laughs> Seriously, what's wrong with you? <laughs> okay, I think that uh, we need to make ourselves presentable and go get some bars. Yes, yeah. I think you need to dust off your pink cowboy boots and do do your magic, Marcia. I don't trust that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you indicating to? Yeah, take a guess. <laughs> Damn it. All yeah. Right. Get changed. <laughs> and then trust her. <laughs> and trusts 
that to Varsia, the magical potion. <laughs> so it's up to Varsia to deliver it, hey? <laughs> What's it kind of contained in this magical potion? Old laxatives and a sleeping broth mixed together. Yep. So this could end up very, very bad for, for the casual ingester. Yeah, that's right. Or accidental ingester. That's, uh, you know, yes. to... Hopefully we can get a few of them. At least enough to take out the ship. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, I mean, maybe if we have somebody sort of try to lead a role, but certainly others can assist um, a sort of streetwise role to work out where they, which bar they might be operating out of, you know, covering... Or um, maybe you want to approach, trying to find out where they are. If you have another approach, by all means, let me know. Okay, hold on. Uh, did you say streetwise? Mm -hmm. Yeah, streetwise, but yeah, if you've got a different approach. Marcia, you have good streetwise, don't you? Yellow and two green. I have three yellows, one green. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you could do, I, yeah, that wouldn't, for the skilled assistance, you'd still be three yellows, one green, but you could add blue for anyone else who yeah. wants to assist. So, yeah, right. if everyone joins in, you could add three blue to that. Yeah. Yep. I'll give you a hand. Um, and look, we'll have it be against, um, oh, I think just against three purple. Like it's a relatively difficult task, but not sure. insurmountable. Um, am I flipping a four side point? We've got plenty of them. Burn them. All right. So I gather them like, together, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I need them later. Ooh, okay. Yeah, okay. So four <laughs> successes, three advantages. Yeah, okay. So you um you ask around, um, and look, I think it probably becomes pretty apparent that um the crew of Gregor's Folly um have really been enjoying their sort of shore leaf time, and so it's kind of you know, people, it's it's no secret that they've been hanging around a, a sort of dive called Pops Bar um, that's kind of, you know, in that sort of more seedy area of town, although not quite as um, down market as where you actually went to get the potion mm -hmm. itself. Um, and I think in terms of for your advantage, I think you um, you probably also get a sort of bit of a lead on... Um, that there's a kind of access point um, sort of around the back that's regularly used for deliveries and so on that isn't particularly well guarded. It's a pretty bit of a lax sort of establishment. So you kind of know that there's a front and rear entry and you could approach from either way. Um, yeah, I convey that to the rest of the party. Like, there's a back door. Yeah. So let's get going. Angels. You planning to spike their drink? Yeah, drug them, lure a couple out of the back to be knocked out. Yep. <laughs> I'll let the drugs do the dirty work, but <laughs> we we could seek Robo Girl on one of them and give them pleasant dreams. Mm. <laughs> Rudely slay the whole crew. No. No. Absolutely. Lightsaber's back on the ship. It's not coming out to play. I think we need to move to more actively tracking <laughs> conflict hey, as we go along so we can yes. see the slide. <laughs> yes. yes. It's a slippery slope. Very. And you've just greased it for me. Thank you very much. 
hey, hey, I'm just talking. You're acting. <laughs> All right, so, let's let's go poison these. Gonna Fuzzy is gonna walk in completely bold as brass and make a spectacle of herself as she always does. <laughs> make sure that every single eye in the place is on her. Yep. Um. Do we have we got any descriptions or anything of these crew members? Are they easy to work out? Kind of. Um. Yeah, I think in terms of your kind of intel, you've got you've got a sort of sense of the crew and kind of you know obviously other than the Wookie, um, the first mate of the ship is a lady called Vina Bibble, who's um a Pantoran, so they've sort of got a kind of a blue skin sort of appearance, um. But not to be confused with Chiss, because you know you need more species, of course. But yeah, Pantoran uh, lady, uh, sort of middle-aged, kind of fairly grizzled, um, sort of character, easily recognizable. Um, as well as you know, it's a relatively small freighter, so there's a crew of about sort of five others that are there, uh, including their sort of stalwart and ever-present droid, who's kind of you know always with them as well. Um, who is called DZ Three. Malzia is going to try and clock the youngest, most naive <laughs> member of the party. Yep. Yeah, look, pretty, pretty <laughs> obviously, like having a look at them, of the five of them, it stands out that there's one that's, oh, look, if not an adolescent, sort of barely sort of adult, adult sort of you know early 20s um human male um you know he's clearly sort of like drinking to sort of keep up with the others to prove himself he sort of stands out sort of dark haired um you know smooth skin complexion that one has when you sort of uh, is he 20 is he is he not yet you know he's a young fella okay so she's gonna sidle up to him take the seat yep. next to him uh lean over Go buy me a drink. <laughs> and he sort of sort of slurs a little bit and says, Hey there, gorgeous. Uh, you know, absolutely. And you know, sort of signals the bartender and uh, you know, one for my lady friend over here, anything you like. <laughs> <laughs> what was that stabbing you in the neck? <laughs> it just takes a dark turn. It, it, um, it has happened. <laughs> Turns out the, the medication's been delivered by a sort of injection to the neck when you could have just put a nutri. You know, why not? Classic. So she will, um, having learned her lesson, go for something lightly alcoholic and <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> not likely to knock her out completely like her previous experience on this station. Yeah. And All then right. she's just going to proceed to distract, like, the hell out of him. Well, He's just just flirting. Yeah, absolutely. Just as he does that, you sort of see, like, you know, coming up in between them um, is this Viner, Viner Bibble, this kind of grizzled Pantoran, um, you know, sort of middle aged woman, you know, sort of like, you know, ah, uh, you yeah, see my young friend here has made a friend. Isn't that fantastic? And sort of, and, and as the bartender comes, comes over, make that three. And so they plop down three identical drinks kind of in front of you. Um, Kind of ready to go, um, yeah. Tell me about the distraction. If Vazia, she's just going to turn her full smile onto this interloper as well. Yep, yep. Okay, okay. Um, 
you know, the whole I'm new to the station, never been here before. Yep. Young friend here looked friendly. Um, I'm like just scowling countenances and she'll wave around. <laughs> <laughs> yep, very good. Um, what you're going to do is make a skullduggery test, but it's going to actually be a... Um, an opposed one as she sort of like, you know, tries to sort of flip the flip the drinks around as well and, you know, reshuffle things and, you know, which one does the dose end up in? Um, oh. Maybe maybe unless you're like um, okay. the so, Princess Bride and choose to put it in all three because you've built up a resistance or something. Yeah. And... So what I'm going to do <laughs> is I am going to uh, use works like a charm and I am going to roll presents instead of that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and are you putting? How many drinks are you putting it into? Two, three, one. Uh, waiting two. for another opportunity. Oh two. no. Yeah. Two. Two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um. Fair enough. So. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a case of like flipping a point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going so to keep her uh, a blue die because I am purposely going to stumble into one of them. And distract them from the drink. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. No, that's that's definitely valid. Absolutely. Um okay, so um you're gonna be rolling the initial pool is so sort of gonna be against two red, one purple. Um, and then I'm gonna say you can have you can have two blue because of how intoxicated, especially um the young fella is. He's pretty sort of, you know, out there. Two red, one purple. Blue. Um, but I am going to flip one as well, so we make it actually three reds, three reds, and three then red. two blue, and then you're adding a blue from um, Gadriel's assistance as well, yeah, plus whatever you're bringing. I can, your... But I can roll three yellow and one green. Yeah, let's roll this sucker. No. Ooh. Wow, okay, okay. Gonna get messy. <laughs> um all right. So I think um you slip it in and look, I think the glasses kind of get bumped around, sort of things things get lost track of a little bit. Um and you're not really sure where it ended up. Um yeah, I mean, I think maybe for your advantage, you sort of feel like, I don't know, any ideas what you want for your three advantages? Um, Moderate level of something okay. good. So I think that a decent advantage would be um, when Gadriel has bumped into them, one of the drink spills. Sorry, that kind yeah. of um Okay, so so yeah, two out of <laughs> three drinks are still like, up. Yeah, so yeah. he's so in she just like pushes the two towards the, that people and like wave, wave waves the bartender for another one. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> uh look, I think in terms of the despair, I think one thing that you notice is that sort of it looks like most of the crew were there, but when you walked in, um crack talker wasn't there. Um, but just as you're sort of about to go sort of bottoms up, you see this like big black furred, um, fairly, um, you know, dour looking Wookiee kind of like strides into the bar, stone cold sober and, uh, you know, surveys the scene and makes his way over 
so she's being clocked anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But all you're doing is having a drink with his crew. That's right. Well, yeah, yeah. Totally that's right. For now, yeah. Smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, all right. And so there's sort of a mistake. What do you do about the missing drink? Uh, she's just going to desperately hope that the one that spilled was actually the one that didn't have stuff in it. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Um, so look, Viner <laughs> says, look, look, you two, you two young folks, don't worry about it. You, you have these two. I'll, I'll get another one. And, you know, summons the bartender over um but you know meanwhile um tara she sort of raises his glass to sort of you know toast things off chink down the hatch bottoms up bottoms up yeah. oh, buddy. <laughs> this is going to end badly yeah okay so so it sort of goes down easily initially um what are you doing from here you know another round or um, I'm gonna say, uh, excuse me a moment. I just need to use the little girl's room and uh, flip out the back door and fingers down the throat. She's not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're sort of like halfway to the bathroom when you start to feel, um, you know, I don't know, you don't know whether it's all in your head or whether there's <laughs> something going on. Um, but let's have a roll for it and see. So give us a resilience check. And I don't think we really established exactly how strong this thing is, but let's go with it against um, three purple to say it's a fairly potent brew. It's Gadriel um, made. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to roll for the young fella as well to see how, you know, he's he handles it. Oh, okay. One success, but two threats. One success, but two threats. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, let's wait to interpret that until we see how the young fella goes. Um, so I don't think he's especially resilient, so we're going to give him two greens against three purples. Oh, no. He rolled better than I did. <laughs> yes. Three successes. Okay. So, you know, uh, you know, they've been drinking in this bar for a while. Uh, you know, maybe they've lost all sensation, you know, in their, um, you know, lower regions from the kinds of things that they've been imbibing um he doesn't seem to immediately um notice any ill effect um but i think in terms of the threats i think there's probably some sort of mounting consequence to you both that will be apparent you know <laughs> later on <laughs> sort of ticking time bomb yeah but you know for now you kind of return from the bathroom thinking well did i get it out in time or not i'm not sure yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this may not have back to her original plan to go and tie him up to a bed somewhere. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, look, I think we'll sort of say that without making you roll, I think, uh, you know, the night passes between the two of you and things kind of head in that direction without, uh, you know, pretty easy to see that this kind of young fellow would be swept up his feet by your kind of attentions. Um, but I wonder if there's a backup plan that the other three are sort of focusing on, uh, you know, if this isn't as fruitful as you'd hope, um, as to, you know, given that there's kind of five other members of the crew, one droid and four humanoids hanging around. Yeah. Well, there'd still the be still. Some, some of the potion left 
Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah, sure. What sure, a yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, say, we'll <laughs> say there's one more dose kind of left after that. Hey? Yeah, like, so mixed in a couple of different things. So yeah, so Vazi is going to try and slip that to whichever one of the crew members. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. who wants keep, to who wants keep, to take it on? Keep keep on sourcing people. Yeah. <laughs> who who grabs it? Who's going to take the poison chalice? Literally. <laughs> The brew that is true. No, not me. <laughs> I will drop it. Rose, hey, you're up. <laughs> yeah, time for some spotlight. Yep. Yes. Time, time to show some some boob and, and flood your assets. Go, go, go. Yes, you're muted. Okay. Si silence, it's taken as, as an acceptance. So, <laughs> so just say yes. Yes. Time to restart, yeah. We so, so look, maybe that leaves uh, you know, Gadriel uh thrust forward into the spotlight as uh Runsay is indisposed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> dishing it out and being able to take it being what it is. Uh <laughs> as uh, you know, I suppose the um the robotic uh, administrations of Amaya might not be necessarily welcome. No, nope, anyway. she's hiding in a corner somewhere. <laughs> If you don't want to get too intimate, because uh, when the when the time comes, it'll be a nasty surprise. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look, I'll approach the party and say, "Hey, gents, well, part of a, another crew." I didn't mean uh, just to show that I have no ill will with you or any of you. I just got you a, li a little something just because I trip with you and I trip your drink. So I thought it was the courteous thing to do. Okay, so you come over and got to offer them around. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, and you're joining in as well. Of course. Yeah, of course, naturally. Um, all right. So look, um, you see that clearly the captain um, sort of scowls, and he's kind of you know making as though it's you know time for people to move on soon. So he's not going to partake. Um, but um, you know, Viner, and then there's the um, so remaining there's. Um, what do we say? So there's a there's a Gamorian and a Juros are the kind of the other two that are there, as well as the, the droids, obviously a droid. The, the, um, the, Gam the Gamorians survive on trash, so that guy. Yeah, he's just gonna soak it up. Yeah. Regardless. Um. Um. So give it to the Duros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if he see if he's kind of more vulnerable to it. Um. All right. Again, give us a um. Uh. Give us. It's called Aguri. Well, I'm thinking maybe first give us a kind of charm roll to sort of approach them, um, mm. which we'll make relatively easy. We'll just make that against um, two purple, and then we'll see how that sets you up for the Skullduggery roll to follow. You know, right. especially like with the captain and the droid sort of like keeping a close eye on things that are sober heads. Uh, charm. Oh, we have plenty of light side points, so... Um, two purples, did you say? Yeah, two purples. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So, success with two threats. So, I think you ingratiate yourself with the crew. Um, but, um, Crack Talk has certainly got his eye on you. He's kind of you know, he's been around in shady places like this before. He knows that they're about to have a big, important job. 
he's a canny Wookiee. He's not going to kind of, you know, fall for anything. So if you slip up, he's going to notice. Um, all right. So give us, give us your um, skullduggery roll. Um, again, pretty, um, Emor's pretty kind of drunk, the Juros. I sort of greet you. Ah, welcome, comrade. Um, so give us a skullduggery check. And again, we'll say because of the sort of others present, it's probably relatively difficult, but we'll go against one red, two purple, and then we'll have three black from the others that are sort of looking up. One red. Two purple, two three purples. black. And then we'll say you can have a you can have a blue because of their level of intoxication. So I have um, convincing demeanor as a talent. So yep. I that takes up one black yep. die. And um, how many blues did you say that I have? So you get one from their level of intoxication, two black from their vigilance, and then you've got, and then I'll leave the flipping. So it will just be one red, two purple. So flip as you need to, to upgrade if you want to. Right. Flip one. And go, go fly, my pretties, fly. <laughs> this is rare, people. This is. He never fails. A run of failures, yeah. <laughs> so a failure with one advantage. Um, yeah, again, I think, um, you know, in the scheme of things, um, the drinks kind of get moved around a little bit. Um, I think your advantage is no one really notices you sort of slip it, slip it there, but you lose track pretty quickly of where the drink ended up. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of the – there's sort of four of you – drinking and i think probably everybody lost track so i'm just trying to see if i can just roll a d4 here to sort of see if i can just let's go all right three um i was gonna say you'd be the four so it doesn't land on you um but i think it ends up landing with the um the first mate who kind of drinks it instead um so that could be better or it could be worse we'll see um all right and so let's give her a roll and see how she goes. So again, not particularly strong on it, but we might actually flip one for them to upgrade to see if I can have a slightly better chance. A failure with one threat. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um so look said where's some blue there, pets. That's right. Yeah. It's not long before Viner, you know, sort of violently sort of, you know, within, you know, five minutes or so, sort of like vomits all over the group. Um, and the droids sort of like, you know, they're like, whoa, you know, that went out of hand quickly kind of thing. Um, and the droid ends up sort of like, you know, tut-tutting and terrible, you know, humanoids and their mess leaking everywhere and sort of like <laughs> picks her up and sort of like starts carrying her off um, back towards the sort of, you know, where they're staying. Um yeah, and the others are sort of a little bit sort of sobered by the experience and decide to kind of call it a night, um, especially under Crack's um, watchful gaze. Um, the young fella, Terrand, um, you know, seems to be still busy in his, uh, you know, <laughs> you know when, they, when they don't seem to get any response from him when they hail him, so he's off doing whatever he's doing. Um, any Anything from the others in the bar, like, you know, seeing all this going on? Other than the fact that we need another plan. Mm -hmm. But I don't think this song worked very well. 
Are you are you sort of like following them as they leave, or are you sort of just leaving them to it? No, I don't need to. I know where they. I know where they're going to go, so I won't follow them. Are we sure they're going to go back to their ship, or are they? I would are they... suspect they're going to go back to their ship. They're not staying like out of the ship. Uh, you're not sure. Yeah, no, no, so you could follow them. Ah. I mean, where does um. Where does where do Terran and Vazia go back to? Are they you know where's yeah. they getting a sort of love hotel for the night or are they kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> no going back no. to yours or you know no, 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 no. she's going to take him to a a hotel and um lock him up <laughs> yeah right okay <laughs> you know okay. pay for the room for three days and handcuff him to the bed <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> Let's deal with that then. That. So, um, you kind of get you you make your way down to the um, the oh, what's a good random name for this thing? Um, no hotel motel. No, this this place is called Polite Provisions, actually, which is an interesting <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you see that there's a, a fairly um you know, blank face kind of protocol droid there sort of like serving the, um, you know, customs, customers at reception, um, you know, clean and corporate kind of look to the place. And he's like, Greetings, sir and madam. How may I assist you today? Room for the night, please. How many hours will you require? Uh, we'll start with one cycle. Very good. Uh, yeah, and punches in the, the data on the ship. Please be advised that any extensions to the room will need to be advised by someone's time. And gives you a sort of list of things that you must not do in the room. Um, <laughs> Please enjoy your stay. Do not have orgies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more like, you know, do not cause damage to the, uh, you know, the environs of the room. Make sure you clear out, uh, you know, before your state of time. As long as you pay, um, enjoy your time with us. As long as we pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So you sort of get up to the room and you see that it's, you know, fairly basic sort of thing. Um, Terran's kind of getting pretty kind of handsy. What do you do to, uh, you know, lock him down? <laughs> sort of whack over the back of the head or something. Him, that him being locked up is all his idea. <laughs> yeah, right. Fair enough. Sort of get in his head. Um, but in the absence of all this kind of mystical force stuff, it's just the old fashioned way, hey? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, fair enough. Give us a, um, oh, I'm having a look, a charm check. Um, so it is going to be opposed by his pool, which. Be... Have that? <laughs> well,. You know, he's got a certain amount of swagger, actually, like, you know, for uh, kind really? of, you know, space pirate uh, kid who's uh, out there, you know, picking up in a bar. So <laughs> he's actually, I'm just going off this stat block that I'm using for him. Um, he's, we're going to go with one red, two purple, as he's supposing. Mm. Cool, but uh, hopefully you can overcome okay, that. Okay, so I can... But again, you can probably have three blue at this stage from his level. Like, he's pretty trashed and, you know. Okay, so I can go three blue. Um, but I can uh, take a disarming smile to lower the defenses, uh, but until the end of the encounter. Sorry, if this goes badly. Um. <laughs> so lower their defenses as in reduce their... their Sorry, defense. if she does have to knock him out, at least, 
he's down. I'll lower his his defenses in combat. Okay, <laughs> not not his social defenses. Yep. No. Um. But yeah, I no, can also use my congenial to. I might take a couple of points of strain and downgrade that by two. Yep. So how many reds does that leave me with? <laughs> Um, so I think, so we started off, what do we start off with? So you had one red, two purple, so you've downgraded. So that would be, you downgraded just once, is it? So three purple? Yeah, I took two strains, so I've downgraded it twice. Yeah, so So. three purple, or twice. Okay, so that would make it two purple then, because once you downgrade beyond, take one away. Yep. So two purple, um. And then you've got, you've got three blue from his level of intoxication as well. Hope this works. Oh, yes, three successes, five advantages, and a trial. You've nailed it. Yeah. How do you want to sort of narrate how you go about that? Like, yeah, how far, how does it go down? Um, She just gives him an absolute big toothy grin and pulls out a set of cuffs from her back pocket and goes, want to try something yeah. fun? <laughs> He's like, anything, <laughs> darling, absolutely. Sucker. <laughs> yeah. So she's just gonna push him under the bed, nap yeah. his hands around it. You know, leave yeah. one hand free. She's gotta be nice and you know, leave him with <laughs> some uh, some rations and just remove any kind of communication device. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, gotta leave him with something. So give him a big sloppy kiss and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah. Um, so and you sort of like, on, yeah, and yep. then on the way out, she'll just pay for like two extra days because it's meant to leave in three days, yeah, yeah. So she'll, yeah, that's right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So the droid, uh, you know, no complaints there. He's like, you know, I take it so as indisposed, uh, very well. I take it you've left the do not disturb on the on the door as well on the way out, <laughs> yeah. yeah, magic way to avoid being disturbed, yeah, okay, very good, and. Where do you go from there? Wander back to the ship. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm going to flip a dark side point to say that um, as you're wandering back, the sort of delayed effects of um, the sleeping potion sort of mixed in with, oh. <laughs> with the laxative <laughs> kick in now uh, <laughs> of all times, inopportune as it is. Um, you're sort of wandering down a bit of a dark alleyway and you're feeling a bit sort of woozy. Uh, give us a resilience check um, and we're going to make that against well, let's say four purple actually like it's a pretty strong uh, brew that you've t- partaken in mm-hmm. oh it's just going to go badly <laughs> yep check failed yeah. oh, <laughs> flat failure oh no okay. so um Marcy's going to need new pants <laughs> well, it's not so much the pants, it's more the sedative aspect. So all of you are a bit sort of perplexed when you get back and you don't actually hear from hear from Vazia. Um, you're not sure where she's got to. Mm. Did so, we see her accidentally drink the drink? You yeah. saw her drink some drinks. You're not sure what was in it because there was a lot oh. of uh, you know, shenanigans so that went on. Could we be a bit suspicious that she made you could, that up? You could certainly be suspicious. You know, she's gone off yeah. with somebody. All right. Um, not come back as planned. She yeah. Might be having a great old time. Yeah. She could she could be uh indisposed in trouble. Yes. So what's the what's the strategy to get her back? What do you do? Um, did she have a communication device on her? 
like something she did she did um there's no response to um attempts to kind of can we try is there a is it possible to like triangulate where she is like can you give it a go yeah give us give us a computer's check oh i'm not very good at that uh just normal difficult yeah just make it against two purple because it's you know allied character so hey yeah two successes one Okay. Yeah. Two successes, one threat. Yeah. Okay. So I think the threat is that it probably takes you a little bit longer than you kind of hoped as you're sort of stuffing around with the system to try and track it down. Um, Mm -hmm. But you sort of see that the communicator itself doesn't seem right, but the communicator seems to be, you sort of tap the screen. It seems to be outside the station. Mm -hmm. About space beyond. No, I think, I I think Spazier might be in a bit of fobber. Should we go and look for her? I have to. Yeah. All right. Let's go. All right. Uh, so it's outside the station. Is it particular outside the station? Or... Oh, so like just drifting off into the void kind of thing is where the oh, communicator no. appears to be. <laughs> Doesn't mean that's where Vazir is, but that's where the communicator is. <laughs> uh, let's try and let's go and hunt down the communicator and hopefully we'll find Vazir on the way. <laughs> she, she got spaced. <laughs> She's going yeah, just into like the brutal, void. brutal way to die. Just straight up space. <laughs> Fail one roll, RIP. No. Mm. All right. So you go down there. Um, is it just run side? Is going anyone else heading as well? I'll go take a look. Yep. And so I'll, I'll leave Gadriel to figure out how to take out that ship. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's the one that knocked the drinks in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, all right. So you kind of head to where you sort of last knew where she was. Um, give me a perception check, both of you, um, as you're sort of searching the area. Um, we'll say it's against two purple, but also a couple of black because you guys are unfamiliar with the area. Oh, right. Mm. Oh, should we flip a light side? Yeah, why not? We've got plenty. Yeah. Okay. One success, two threats for mine. Ooh, success. Wow, two three. triumphs. Okay. We find yeah. her on the first look. Yeah, you really find her. Two triumphs, really find her. You probably, that's quite a remarkable thing. So you find something else really great as well, um, which maybe we can come back to thinking what that might be. Um, any the ideas? Man, the Mandalorian guy? <laughs> 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 what, what do you yeah, mean? Camp, oh, camp I'm just just there. <laughs> He's also found, yeah, so <laughs> sort of washed up in the Undercity. Um, I do really even laugh. Um, no, that would be <laughs> uh, yeah, what would it be? I think, well, I think what you find, I guess, and maybe this will help work out the triumphs, um, is that you sort of come across this kind of sort of fairly elderly sort of looking, um, you know, human woman, um, who's kind of in a sort of stall, you know, down on the sort of undercity area kind of thing, similar to where you bought the potion, um, looks to be selling noodles of some sort. And she's kind of there, sort of like fanning and kind of holding a bowl of broth to this kind of swooning um, Vazia, who's kind of, you know, there. Um, what you notice immediately, Vazia's sort of stirring and coming to, um, but you notice that her her jacket and blaster pistol are missing, as well as like credit <laughs> credit chip and, uh, you know, and uh, oh, communicator been rolled while passing out in an alley. Uh, um, Makes sense. But otherwise looks to be safe and okay. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think about the two triumphs. Like it should be something really significant when you roll or something like that. So I don't know anything. <laughs> you want to 
something, you know. Give us our plan B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you like it to be? Like anything else come to mind? Uh, well, we, need, we need have an idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need to get the data from the data vault. So is there some way that we can maybe implant a virus onto one of the crew's data cards or whatever so that when they hook into their system, oh, yeah, good we idea. open a back door to get to that vault? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's say that the one thing that Vazia does still have on her of any value um, is Terran's, um, you know, data chip that kind of gives him access to the, the systems. Everything else of value has been stolen at either space or re refenced on the market. Oh, dear. I'm going to thank that lady who's been looking after Vazia <laughs> and pay her Aww. a few creds. <laughs> she thanks you. Oh, yeah, anything. No, it's just a, you know, I do this for any young woman stuck in this situation. You know, it's a terrible mm. thing, these thugs. Absolutely. I thank you. You've kept her safe. You sort of, you know. And at that point, I'm going to take her back to the ship. Yep. <laughs> I'll carry her if I have to. <laughs> so I guess re recapping, you're back on the ship. Um, the first mate you left looking in fairly, fairly worse for wear. And certainly you put uh, young Terran out of action to kind of make it on the the um, next trip, as well as you've got the data chip that you've kind of managed to recover from his possessions. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've, you've got sort of two days until the, um, the Gregor's Folly leaves. Yep. What next? What next? That gives us time to put a virus onto that card and give it back to the crew. So when it gets used, we get the data we need. To give How to do we do... Trill, right. which would then get us access onto the convoy. That was yep. that was eight. Yeah. Land. Okay. Yeah. So you're thinking of compromising the entire ship and replacing it with us? No, no. We just need no. the, we need the data. I think if you get oh. the data, he was saying that he could use it to um. Correct. So basically get them pulled off the convoy and then get uh, okay. insert your name right. in place. So you could take your own ship and be yeah, a member yeah, of the okay. yeah. Yeah, but that's what I meant. Like we're inserting our ship instead of their ship. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Whereas the alternative right. I think was like, you know, replacing crew members and going with them and then following or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, it's better to we in a ship we're comfortable with. Um and away from the so walkie. Gotta, yeah. So we've got to get yes. Yeah, that Wookiee's um, scary. Yes, uh, but we need to get the data chip back to them without them getting suspicious. Well, we need a hacker first yeah. to program the virus for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. So yes. that would be yeah. all right. That's the first step. I was thinking big picture. <laughs> How do we an elephant? Yeah. One bite at a time. Um, now, I seem to recall back on Hikwantra, you uh, were sort of outsourcing your hacking to a dubious governmental third party. Duros. Uh, it, <laughs> it was a Juros as well. A Juros, a Juros, Juros dubious Juros. Um, yeah. But uh, who's going to take the lead on the hacking, if anyone in the, you know, uh, party? I'm not very good with computers. Yeah. Who's... My computer's zero. Right. So, option is we find Adriel? someone. Yeah. All right. Should, can we? Oh, there's plenty of. There's got to be plenty of contacts around that have um, the skills we need. So you got to outsource it to somebody like you know, um, government uh, contractor style sort of thing. Like, you know, 
Yeah. Push it on. Hope that the IT work gets done accordingly. You know, if you yeah. Enough yeah. money at the problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if it doesn't work. We're coming for you. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, fair enough. Um, have you got some credits to dedicate towards that kind of just, you know, smoothing that over, or do you want to sort of look for somebody? Oh, suitable. Do we have credits? Do have some, not a lot, but we've got mm -hmm. some. Okay. Um, so I'll probably dip into my personal stash, but it won't be a lot mm -hmm. at all. Okay. All right. All right. So look, between that and let's have somebody make a streetwise role then to find somebody appropriate to do the work. I've, I've got two two yellows, two green. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, look, I think we'll make it just against two purple. There's, you know, this okay. relatively, you know, shady station with things going on at this point uh, yep. at the edge here of wild space where there's all sorts of shenanigans taking place. Alrighty. Ooh, succeeded. Two successes, yep. one advantage. One advantage. Yeah, very good. Okay. Um, so I think for your advantage, I think um, they're also relatively discreet as well as being able to do it, which is good. So you track down a um, uh, Sulliston guy named uh, Jmar, who um, you know just keep adding more NPCs. You know, not going to nice. remember any of them. Um, you know, hope you're taking notes. Um, never to be seen again. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm taking the PBTA, you know, name everybody, make everybody real. Um, you know, he's sort of, you know, in this kind of, you know, little kind of booth. You know, he's got, you know, bits and pieces of kind of computer repair gear and, um, you know, different chips and so on, broken bits of droid. And he sort of takes it and sort of screws in this kind of like jeweler's loop sort of thing and has a look at the chip and he says, ah, yeah, I'll be able to do this for you, um, you know. No problem. No questions asked. Five hundred credits, you know, and happy to happy to oblige. Um, let's have him roll and see how he goes, though. Hey, um, right. is it intellect for computers? Isn't it? No, there's a computers thing. Computers. Yeah, computers is yeah, is intellect, computers. isn't it? As the yeah, it's intellect. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, you know, because I'm not having all these stat blocks pre prepared, so I'm just gonna roll for it. Um, all right, so we'll say that I'm going to flip a dark side to sort of reflect the uh, you know, upgraded mm. security um, of the ship. But, you know, he's still, he's a formidable um, slicer, this fellow. So it's the word we use in Star Wars, not hacker. Uh, yeah. All right, Ooh. success with one threat. I think what I'm going to say the threat is, is it takes him a little while and he sort of realizes as he's doing it, that he's attached that what it's kind of what the stakes are a little bit when he knows, sees the name of the ship. So he sort of hits you up for a little bit of a side payment, a bit of extra payment <laughs> for, for his discretion. That's that's the threat. Sort of another 250. Um <laughs> I'm gonna be broke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. but money well spent, hey? So I mean, so you've got the yeah. yeah. So, you know, and basically he kind of delivers you this, um, you know, data chip that kind of contains this information um, that's, that seems to fit the exact um, exact kind of bill of what uh, Vosco was looking for. Uh, it looks like it's, um, it's sort of like a series of kind of cargo points and drop-off points and so on that's, you know, ostensibly 
um, you know, just shipping data. But given the context, you feel like it's something that would be valuable as leverage for Bosco to kind of use in. Mm-hmm. So now we're all set. So you're all set. You just got to go and talk to Oscar and, you know, I guess just sort of in mind when you go to meet with the fixer, things always go fine. You know, there's no problems. Um, <laughs> job done successfully. Right. <laughs> Can I have a responsible adult coming with me to hold my hand so I don't cock this you up? Mean- Gadriel, <laughs> Vosca liked you. Yeah. I know, but I think that was more luck than anything else. I seem to recall he was sort of some, I think he like he, wasn't he not some what intimidated by you, I think, was what we no, left it at. Like, I, there was a kind of, I think he was impressed by There's a dark edge to lied. it. She lied to him. <laughs> He's like, yeah. All right. He's I like, can... I know you're lying, but I appreciate your moxie. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah. So I've got Amaya and who was accompanying you? Who was your chaperone to head back to the Flaming Gundark to meet with Oscar? Um, I think it won't be Vazia. She's going to lay low yeah. just in case they go yeah. look yeah. for Terrence. You it's like, no, yeah. you're, you're under. Yeah. Also, another jacket <laughs> lost is must must smart really for Vazia, you know. Oh. Cost keep mounting. Very hard yeah. to get pink leather jackets, okay? Yeah, especially out here on the edge of things, you yeah. sort of have to make do with what you can find. Those pink cows are very scarce. Very no pinks out here. No, sort of more like a kind of, you know, cargo handler's, um, you know, work jacket or something is about the best you can do. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want me to come with you? Yeah, if you want. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Off we go then. Flaming gun darks. Yeah, cool. Okay. So, yeah, you get to this bar. It's a little bit more sort of like, you know, it's nicer than the place you've been, uh, you know, frequenting recently. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you've been more at the low life end of things more recently. Um, so, you know, even though this is middle of the range, you're suddenly like, ah. Oh. Um, and, yep, you see uh, the Twi'lek there. Um, Vosca, he's kind of, you know, there sitting back at the bar sort of like with a drink and just, you know, surveying his domain. Um, he sees you and he nods, uh, you know, welcomes you over. How may I help you folks? Uh, you know, are we uh, are we in business here? You got something for me? Amaya just looks at him wordlessly and hands him the data disk. Yeah, and you see him sort of like plug it in and he sort of like pulls over a sort of eyepiece and looks through it and he's like, very good. Very good. We are in business. Excellent. Excellent. It's always a pleasure to operate with um, professionals. Um, yes, that's us. Definitely. So what are you going to do with the information? He says, look, uh, you know, a, um, a gentleman never tells his secrets, but, um, you know, he's, I've got something for you. And it basically sort of like, transmits to you a sort of updated um, version of the manifest and you see that um you know just within the space of time that you're sitting there um what's the name of your ship again the nightfall nightfall the nightfall that's right the nightfall has replaced um gregor's folly on the sort of list um and he says don't worry there won't be any um any protestations uh on this on this one crack talk is certainly not going to want to protest when he hears from me you're in. Good luck out yeah. there. Uh, you know, 
I don't know why you're so desperate to go out there and throw your lives away in the, uh, you know, down there. But, uh, you know, I guess it's only in pursuit of profit. Uh, it's certainly been a lot of um, fortunes made and lost out here. So I've certainly lost my fortune. Best. Let's find another. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Fosca. Pleasure doing business with you. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Need anything else? It's calling. <laughs> he says what uh like a sort of um long stay at a love hotel or something of that nature do you bring it? Uh, business. <laughs> indeed uh pleasure doing business with you and um yeah we'll get up and leave before we come to any sort of grief or draw the wrong attention or something like that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Frequently happens to yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, okay. So back at the yeah. ship. Let's walk on. We're in the convoy. Well then. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, Vazir, you... you feel better very soon because we need you to yeah. pilot. Because we're going on a trip. Flight, whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> Going to fly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, look, um, otherwise, you know, you've got a sort of day to wait or something roughly at this stage. So, you know, it's kind of relatively uneventful, um, you know, period that sort of passes. Um, do you want to, do you have anything you want to do to prepare to kind of get ready before you head off towards the Singing Vale and in the convoy as planned? Make sure the ship's stocked and. Mm. Yep. And weapons and yeah i mean vazia will need a new blaster <laughs> yeah yeah vazia needs a new jacket new blaster uh what else is yeah. stolen <laughs> everything else yeah it was it was everything yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't have had her other weapons on her because that wouldn't oh. have been very intrusive <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> What, so like you didn't have your shoe blaster with you? No, 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 no. Her, uh... Shoe <laughs> you guys, no, you guys haven't seen her. No, I'm not going to say what her other is. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> so close. Oh, damn it. Uh, we know you're hiding it. something. We know you're hiding something. Everyone here is hiding something. But we don't know it. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in terms of preparation, no, other than what information can we find out about the Singing Vale, about the Uvori? I know that Gadriel's already done some research, but is there anything further? Like, as we get closer and closer, um, are we hearing things from... Yeah, um, again, I think you probably, probably won't need to really roll to sort of hear a little bit about this, this sort of rumours that go around. So, I guess... Couple of things. I mean, I think one thing that stands out is that this sort of station that you're at, the um, the Celestial Sanctuary, as rough as it sort of seems, is still relatively kind of within the kind of comforts that you are used to in the sort of outer rim and the edges of the outer rim. Um, but you certainly get the sense that because of this quite restricted um, nature of the kind of journey through there, that really it's a bit of sort of what you bring with you is what you've got kind of there kind of thing. It's pretty limited. Um, and in terms of the station in the singing Vale, the station's called Harmonic Echo Station. 
Um, and this is the kind of the sort of larger sort of staging station that the um, that's more of a sort of tight kind of company company run sort of place for Ethereum prospects um, that um, that sort of then you know is stations beyond a really quite sort of minor and and limited um the other thing that you do here is so harmonic echo station is kind of located on this kind of massive um crystalline asteroid um that um for, for whatever reason because of the kind of um you know the sonic energy that sort of emanates from it um it's quite hard to sort of travel on by ship beyond. And so there's, you know, basically often other means of transport that have to be sort of used to kind of travel beyond to stations beyond. Um, so you might need to sort of prepare for leaving the ship behind. Okay. Nothing further from me. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. Good. Oh, you yeah. know, Lazia might send the key to the handcuffs too. <laughs> the hotel front desk and <laughs> mention Aww. that somebody might want to lend him out. Pay for the room. He can stay. <laughs> sort of get a message back from the droid. Bondage is not one of the services that I provide. <laughs> Enough. Apparently she does. Um, but anyway, yeah, fair enough. No, that's all sorted. Um, all right, so you're kind of ready to head on. Um, the kind of, you know, the the convoy kind of sets out as planned, you know, um, 10 ships, uh, you know, sort of the larger one at the other end is kind of like more at the large freighter sort of thing, but certainly no like, you know, major, you know, capital ship type sort of stuff kind of thing. You're kind of looking at uh, a little bit bigger than the Millennium Falcon sort of down to, um, you know, roughly the size of your ship, I suppose, is kind of at the smaller end. Um, yeah, and they, you sort of you get a transmission from the lead, uh, you know, basically instructing you to sort of stay, stay in line, follow the follow the beacons, um, you know, follow the transmissions as we go, and you'll be safe. Um, and as you get through it, you sort of you kind of move through this kind of these kind of anomalies around the station that you're out of these fairly um, kind of ethereal kind of ghost, like sort of colossal kind of things. Remember you saw the ship kind of like firing off into them off in the distance. You, you know, that's not going on anymore, but you kind of move off into this kind of fairly hazy, strange sort of thing before you kind of jump into hyperspace. And there's a sort of series of jumps. That you sort of stop in this kind of, um, these spaces that are sort of these fairly wild sort of flashes of light and, you know, strange, um, you know, breedings from the ship and so on coming through, um, somewhat unpredictable. Um, give me a, give me a piloting role as you sort of like keeping up with that sort of process and moving through. Um, we'll just, ha we'll have that against, um, three purple. Three successes, Ooh, three advantages. Yay. Very good. Okay. All right. So you kind of you kind of emerge. You know, you probably travel for. It ends up being like a good sort of like couple of days kind of travel as you kind of like negotiate and jump in and out of these spaces and follow the, the convoy. And as you emerge from the last one, you see that 
other than your ship, um, there are three other members of the convoy that have kind of emerged. They're kind of lead ship, uh, and then two other freighters that, you know, one of them is kind of smoking heavily. The remaining six didn't make it for whatever reason, um, you know. You're not sure what happened um, on that last jump. You know, there was some pretty heavy um, interference, but you managed to kind of hold it together and get through. Um, you're certainly seeing what, you know, some of the risk that you've kind of heard about out of these parts might be about, <laughs> um, you know, or maybe they were just foolhardy and didn't know what they were doing, went off track. Um, but anyway, ahead of you, you see this kind of massive crystalline asteroid. It's sort of, you know, polychromatic sort of, you know, um, crystals kind of sticking up out of the out into the ether um and for those of you that are um that are sort of in tune to um you know the more mystical um you know so not vazia but everybody else um <laughs> even though you don't know it yet amongst each other um you know secretly um give me a um Maybe each of you give me a just a white force die roll to sort of you know see what energies you're sort of picking up from this. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. it's got a dark. We've dark. Got, it's got a dark. Yeah. Um. Uh-oh. Gadriel has some of these kind of sensitivities as well. Is that right? Yes. yes. Hold yep. on. Oh, just got Oh. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah. So each of you are sort of overcome by these. Well, I think certainly from um, Vazia's perspective, you don't hear anything. Um, but each of you are overcome by these kind of loud, um, you know, kind of calls, I suppose. Like, you know, which maybe for, um, for Gadriel, it's sort of a bit more like kind of some sort of dark kind of learning yearning towards something that you kind of manage to brush away you kind of don't uh you know it doesn't intrude upon your mind so much um but for Runsai and for Amaya I think it um it probably takes the form of something from your past that sort of you know is particularly sensitive that you know maybe calls to you like some sort of you know whether it's you know something traumatic or something kind of um you know maybe a temptation that you've given into that you know sort of whispers to you about this kind of you know um this event whatever that might be you can narrate that if you like or you can just you know keep that to yourself um yeah so i don't know whether you react to it immediately or whether you just kind of you know, take that on board you know maybe for a Maya it's uh, even feels like it might be coming from somewhere internally you kind of hear this um somewhere you know in the amidships um where the <laughs> where the machine parts are. Um, so just whispering something to your evil corset, sort of going, mm, kill, or something, you know. Uh, <laughs> yes. Kill. Uh, what it does. Yeah, and then maybe you think I don't know. Maybe for um, you know, maybe it makes more sense than it does for Vazi why the others went missing for you too, because you think oh, maybe something, maybe they steered themselves. Of course, who knows? Um, but anyway, you sort of come into this station, 
Um, you can see it's a sort of um, down on the surface. Um, there is actually an atmosphere as you sort of come down. So you can sort of, you know, you kind of land on a pad outside and you see there's this large kind of, um, you know, the word, I could use the word Taurus, but I feel like the word donut is probably just more relatable, isn't it? Shaped sort of station that's kind of there with kind of landing pads around the outside. Um, and you can see that there's a kind of bunch of um, kind of square buildings kind of on the kind of north side of the thing that are kind of there. Um, but, you know, immediately you kind of land down near the station and, uh, yeah, sort of like greeted by the kind of droid, you know, like, welcome to the harmonic echo station, please report to the station tractor at your earliest convenience. My name's the name of Jax Vila. Jax Vila. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you see as you land is kind of sitting around outside of the station, you know, immediately, you know, not too far from the landing pads. Um, you know, elsewhere, you know, there's kind of droids coming, coming, coming in front from the ship. There's the, you know, the other three ships that have landed, you know, going to attend to the one that's kind of smoking. Um, there's kind of maybe one other ship there kind of thing. There's not really many other ships kind of around, but you do notice, um, that you sort of see these, um, these kind of you'd seen the sort of glimpses of them when you were out and about um in in the last in the previous station but you see actually groups of these kind of ivory that are you know some of them are just sort of like sitting around um under these kind of you know ramsackle sort of shelters kind of thing the the light kind of coming from the um the star is kind of like beating down pretty heavily so it's pretty hot actually once you land on the ground here um it's more of a sort of like a blue light sort of thing from one of those kind of newer you know, hotter burning stars. And you see that they're sort of like, you know, sitting down under these kind of lean-tos and things, you know, and you see they've got these kind of intricate kind of face painting sort of arrangements, but a lot of them seem to be sort of sloppy in kind of what they've got. You see a couple of them even look like they might be kind of laying down and um, you're not sure whether they're stirring or sleeping, whether they're okay. But, you know, there seems to be a bunch of them in kind of fairly, they're not well looked after kind of thing, like, you know, fairly unkempt kind of, you know, yeah, not at their best. So whatever that's worth. Yeah, but you know, onward to the station, I suppose. So you can see the door ahead. Yeah, heading on in, or yeah. anything else yeah. you want to do. Yeah, yeah. heading on in. Um, yeah. can we breathe the atmosphere, or do we? You can. Yeah, you can. Oh. Yeah, it's hot, but you can breathe the atmosphere. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, Let's get inside because it's hot. Impressive. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, you kind of arrive and um, sort of take him through to this office. It sort of seems like as you head in. There's a lot of kind of like, whether it's like droids and there's a couple of other, um, you know, staff kind of buzzing around, you know, probably, I don't know, a handful of them kind of thing, like 10 or so kind of thing you see coming and going. It seems like everybody's kind of busy doing something, but there's a real sense of kind of disarray. Like, you know, things certainly aren't as orderly as you used to, uh, as civilized, you know, it seems like, you know, you'll see a sort of fell, a sort of human guy kind of like, yelling at a droid and kind of like beating on it with a some sort of like you know torque wrench kind of thing um and it kind of like buzzing at him sort of angrily in response um and you kind of get in to see um Jax, who's this kind of rodian uh, who's kind of like sitting by a desk um you know with the badge of the kind of ethereum prospects kind of station manager and he's sort of like again he's sort of like there you know sort of fidgeting and you know playing around with this kind of droid head that he's kind of like playing with and he sort of like has this kind of eye loop over and looks up and says 
Ah, the new convoy. Uh, out with it then. How can I help you? What have you brought for me? What have you got? <laughs> what have we brought for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Supplies. Do we know yeah. why, why the convoy was happening? Or have I just forgotten? Yeah, that's right. Well, I think they do bring supplies through <laughs> to the other stations. Um, but I think probably, I think you guys in particular were, were, you know, heading out looking for Dark Ages sort of further yeah. beyond. And so that's, yeah. you know, probably what you'd present yourself as because you haven't got a hold full of, um, you know, useful parts or anything or, you know, food supplies or anything for them. That they know of. That they know of. <laughs> yeah. So can we just say, you know, we're yeah. carrying yeah. a parcel for him. That is our cover story. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're looking for dark ages. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he says, oh, I see. I see. Okay. And you see that as he's kind of like working on this kind of droid brain, he actually sort of like, you know, he's, he's sort of a bit sort of distracted and you see him sort of like pull the whole thing kind of open. Um, and inside, do any of you have a lot of experience with like tinkering around with droids or anything? Anyone got any particular mechanical experience? Oh, uh, my character does actually. You do? Oh, yeah. But like sort of self care <laughs> kind of stuff. <laughs> 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 he into it that predated, <laughs> it predated the course method. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's trying to work that in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but no, so you see, as it peels it open, there's this kind of rather non-standard modification that's kind of going on, um, which is this kind of large, kind of um, kind of dark with a sort of oh, sort of like orange red sort of like glow to it, sort of crystal that's kind of wired into the droid's kind of memory core. That is unfamiliar. You haven't seen this kind of aspect I, to a droid brain before. Can I make a guess? Mm. Yeah, you can make a guess, yep. Ethereum shard? Yes, this is an Ethereum shard, absolutely. Um, so he's kind of like, you know, tinkering at it. And he, and he sort of says, um, ah, so you're here looking after Dark Ages, are you? Well, um, certainly sorely needed. Um, the last uh, expedition to attempt to go out after him, I believe, you know, well, has not yet returned. You know, so you're certainly welcome to head on to the next station. Um, have you been briefed on the process? Uh, you know, many don't. So you know, stop me if I've if you've heard all this before. You know, it's important that we get out there because I think uh, these these wonderful shards, um, such such wonderful things, so much that we can do. And you see, sort of like, you know, keeps tinkering with this thing, distracted as he's kind of doing it, um, and barks flying off. I think. Um, you know, distracted as he is. Um, and he sort of says, look, um, what what you'll need to do, you'll need to leave your ship behind here and uh, travel over land by pack animal, um, you know, to the sort of station. It's about, uh, you know, 300 clicks over the wasteland sort of yonder. Um, because of the, um, the deadly nature of the hyperspace anomalies, um, you know, we're not able to kind of fly from here to there as the nature is sort of, um work of the system here but uh there has there has been a ship that was kind of painstakingly hauled over land and uh set up there that uh they believe i believe they were meant to take out but the last fellow um was meant to go and apparently the thing broke down and uh you know he lost his mind and didn't manage to get it fixed before he um went off the map so yeah that's his mind his mind indeed yeah hmm Figuratively or literally. 
Well, you know, reports are, reports are sort of ramshackle that we get back. Uh, you know, some of the my immediate subordinate that was on the last trip um, isn't the most kind of re- reliable, um, you know, fellow, fellow by the name of Vox Kainar. You, you can track him down if you like. He, he came back with the last caravan. Uh, you know, he's a bit sort of um, overly interested in the, the Avori and, you know, all of that sort of business that, um, you know, he's he's gone a bit gone a bit rogue. Interesting. Okay. It's, um, you know, important work that you're doing. So if there's anything I can do, but, you know, otherwise, as you can see, I've got my hands full here and, he's, you know, again, um, sort of like finishes with this kind of droid head and then moves over to this kind of chassis that's nearby and kind of clicks it into place and the thing sort of like, you know, whirs into life. Um, yeah. Again, he sort of proceeds to like plug in it, you know, he just keeps doing technical stuff with that kind of thing, but. What do the shards do? You're asking him that or yes yeah so he says they um you know well there are many potential applications but uh certainly in android engineering they provide for a uh, enhanced um uh you know performance and uh personality um matrix that's proven most useful um mm-hmm. yeah we've certainly found it interesting also that there's some um interesting data that we've you know managed to to uh, garner by quizzing such droids, although it can be a bit of a process to um, extract. What do you mean? Well, they can be they can be somewhat reticent sometimes in uh, giving us information, but they sort of talk about a, a, a previous civilization that created the um, the shards and give sort of fragmentary details of the nature of it. Uh, you know, it seems like it was a fairly powerful spacefaring civilization from the information they give us um they also sort of talk about a thing called the relicary um but we've never really been able to get to the bottom about what that what that really means um have you got any ideas the only uh, the only other information i i kind of have is that um dark ages in uh, one of his last reports um certainly talked about being close to to locating the relic area that uh you know he'd he'd made some significant inroads with the Avori and uh you know had um felt that he would be able to track down this item itself and mm. um, study it further. So the shards aren't Avori manufacture, although the Avori now are in control of them. They source them. He says, well, there's there's a couple of theories. One is that the Avori are a sort of degenerate remnant of this civilization that have um, that no longer understand the technology, but still know where to access it from from ruins that they can, uh, you know, locate. Mm-hmm. Um, or another is that that they're unrelated, and that you know whether they were a kind of client species of the civilization or whether they, um, uh, you know, had nothing else to do. They've kind of moved in in their in the in the vacuum that followed. Um, so we're not really clear yet. Um, they certainly don't have a lot of technical knowledge of how they work. They, you know, at best they might use them as a sort of, you know, decoration, you know, smaller shards and some of the most more powerful chiefs sometimes use them in their facial markings and so on, but they don't, um, you know, otherwise use them for any advanced technical purpose. All right. Interesting. Um, and the last contact you had with Dark Ages? last contact really was this this message saying that he's kind of close to finding the reliquary um mentioned about um there'd been some sort of 
heavy losses in a recent conflict, but that, you know, they kind of mastered the situation um, and sent a, a, um, the largest hole yet that we've had of the Ethereum shards, um, you know, is mm. you know all that's all that could be done really to kind of you know fit them on the, the pack animals it's quite a remarkable haul um but you know that's been some six months now so do we have a last known location yeah so you know you kind of it's, it's sort of in the the umbral desolation in the um the the kind of um station the sort of central the sort of what's the word inner station that's sort of set up there um near something called which we've kind of called the umbral citadel that's kind of this ruin that um he's kind of used as a base is mm. at least reportedly he's like i've never been out there oh okay you've never been okay i've never i've never been past this station uh you know but certainly enough interesting possibilities here you know it's good work that the company's doing yes right all right well i guess we've got to think about going to the the next station tracking down ages yeah he says make sure that you've got some degree of um you know preparation to try and repair this ship because i think um i'm not sure what sort of state it's in but you're not going to get much further if you don't you know if you can't get it working right okay thanks for the advice yeah i guess we'll leave and reconvene somewhere else yeah. Yeah. And as you leave, the droid sort of like starts kind of talking to them in this kind of language that you don't understand. It's kind of, but it sounds, it's kind of like this dark, kind of guttural sort of noise that sounds strange coming from the, the, the droid's vocal manipulator. Um, but yeah. It speaks to us or to. No, speaking to, to him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Is he speaking? But back? it's sort of a little bit. No, he's not, but he seems to be taking it in. Right, okay. Sort of making notes on a data pad. Oh. These shards are very interesting. Yeah, very. I actually wonder how a droid is able to recount things that it's never experienced. Yeah, mm. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Are the shards some form of Sentience? recording device? Even? Recording device? Yeah. Do I get... <clears throat> if I try and use... Not use the force, but try and just be aware of it. Can I? Is there something different about that droid versus? Yeah, you d I mean, definitely around as soon as you saw the shard, any of you that are sensitive to it, it feels uneasy. That's just fine. It's just strange. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's a bad feeling about wondering. this kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the yeah, I mean, there's crystals or shards in in a lightsaber that are force sensitive, so. Yeah, I'm wondering about these these ones. So yeah, we definitely get a an uneasy presence, like an uneasy yep. feeling. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That does not sit well with Amaya at all. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I mean, I think the other thing that stands out. I mean, obviously the journey in, but also when you when you think about the sort of avori around the outside and the kind of wealth that's obviously being made of the company they're in a pretty bad way a lot of them and that that's that in itself is pretty unpleasant like you know they're not yeah you know mm. well off for all this uh very colonial to put it yes <laughs> yes yeah absolutely british East right. Indian Dutchies, company that's it. correct <laughs> yeah that's exactly what <laughs> the new dark lord 
the old Dark Lord. Yeah. I'll do yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need a plan. We yeah. find this derelict ship and we finish this journey to the, the next Brel Citadel and hopefully we find Dark Ages. Alive. Yes. Alive. Alive, yeah. Right. What sort of pack animals will they do they take to travel? Yeah, I was just uh, having a look at interesting Star Wars pack animals. And I think I'm going to go with this, which is called a shack. So I'll see if I can share this as a Ooh, shack attack. Great 90s reference, though, shack attack. <laughs> <laughs> so this thing, it looks not unlike a. Oh. <laughs> it looks like a great big oh tick <laughs> with legs. Oh my Where God. Do you sit? <laughs> what the heck? How does that exist? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but they've got the thing sort of like all loaded up with sort of saddles and panniers and so on, and, you know, a couple of sort of seats up above. Um, uh, but, you know, they're not ready to go yet, but they've got a kind of, you know, stable out the front uh, that you see these things kind of. This thing is track. not built for speed. <laughs> not built for <laughs> no. speed. No, absolutely not. Or comfort. <laughs> uh, you know. It's going to be a very long trip. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, you see that it's going to be a bit of a slow journey. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know in terms of like, you know, when you can depart, I think the rest of the people on the other convoy are basically kind of delivering supplies and so on, um, not sort of continuing on. Um, but you sort of quickly, quickly you do meet, um, this guy Vox Kana, who was kind of came back from the last voyage. Um, he's a kind of Deveronian, um, fellow. So one of these kind of devil horn sort of dudes and, you know, he's a fairly sort of flamboyant kind of guy. He's like, hey, uh, you know, fresh grist for the mill. Hey, good to see, you know, somewhat brave souls ready to head out, uh, you know, into into adventure. <laughs> um, you see that he kind of um, at all times is kind of not just kind of like heavily armed. Um, you know, like he's got, you know, a couple of blaster pistols at his side, but he actually has slung across his back this like pretty impressive looking flamethrower that he, um, you know, carries around with him at all times as well. Um, and he definitely comes across as a sort of shoot first, ask questions later sort of type. He'll gladly lead you out, you know, on another expedition once we're kind of all ready to go. He's, he sort of mentions that, um, you know, the, you know, the Avori need a sort of, um, you know, a sort of firm hand to sort of make sure that we kind of stay on track, but, uh, they know the way they, they do know the way well, so we'll get there safely. I'll get you there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's twinging everyone's spidey sense, isn't he? Like, oh, he yeah. is, he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think we need to learn yeah, more about this is. person. Yeah. 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 We, uh, need to watch our back for this person. Indeed. Indeed. Not want to end up finding themselves stranded. <laughs> yeah. We cut out the middleman and just work with the Avori. <laughs> potentially, potentially. Oh, sure. um, look, and maybe that I think might be a good point sort of to sort of pause for now, hey, like as you sort of consider the mm-hmm. overland trip and, you know, Vox yeah. and getting your into terms with him and the, the trip beyond. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, we'll stop there for tonight. Thanks, guys. That was, that was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a-